0: Hello and welcome to the Still Figuring It Out podcast. I am your host, Kyle Sigmund, and I am still just trying to figure it out. And so welcome. I'm glad that you are also still trying to figure it out because we don't have it all figured out. But today this is episode eight. So if you are new to the podcast... Well, most people are, because this is only episode 8, and if you've kept up with me a little bit, you'll notice that sometimes I have a special guest where we get to hear something about their life and learn something uh, from a, a person, and sometimes it's just me with a microphone sharing some thoughts of mine. Maybe it has to do with something I've created or something I've done, Well, this podcast. This episode is just that. I'm going to be sharing uh, something about a, a theme that I've been thinking about a lot and actually comes up a lot and And you'll maybe hear me talk about this um, more in the future, but it's it's something I've been chewing on for a long time and I hope to be able to do it justice, but at the same time it's it's really just a the beginning, a conversation starter. So I'm sure you have uh, a lot of thoughts about this topic or this idea. But before we get to the, our topic of today, I do have a few things I would love to share with you guys. Uh, for one, I recently had a conversation with a really cool guy named Channa, and he has a podcast called Channa, Channa, chana. chana, chana. Uh, he is from Sri Lanka, but he lives in the Philippines and he gets to talk to all kinds of uh, musicians and artists and uh, you can hear our whole conversation on his podcast and we talk about uh, music and you know different songs in my writing, my podcast. and uh, just he's a great guy. Go check out his podcast. Also, I want to let you know that I now have a music video for my song, Limitless. And Limitless is one of my favorite songs that we do at our church because it talks about the love of God that is truly without limits. Forgive us, Lord, for so you can see that music video now on my Facebook artist page, Kyle Sigmund. And shout out to Jed Brewer, for uh, my buddy up in Chicago, for doing all the mixing and mastering. And Trevor Warren, who is a Duke Divinity student, who was with us over the summer. He did this video, so thank you to those guys. I would not have been able to do it without them. Also, I'm so excited to let y'all know, if you don't know already, my band seeking gravity just put out our third single so we now have three songs out there on the interwebs so if you're on spotify be sure to follow seeking gravity and listen to those three songs the the latest being a song called magic which is all about recalling this childlike wonder about the world around us that truly is magical if you have eyes to see it. It's magical around, can you see? Can you see? It's on the ground, can you feel? Can you feel it? Turn my around around, let me see, let me feel. it. So shout out to my my band guys Brandon, Matt and Ray and also Ricky Rod of Bombhouse who is in Morganton, and that's who we've been recording with. He also has a podcast and uh, is all over social media. I just um, love those guys so much and wanted to give them a shout-out. But now to our topic of today. Today, I'm going to talk about this idea of being rooted. So I put out a couple songs last fall. Uh, it was actually November 5th on my birthday. I put out these songs, Abide and Rooted. And these are two songs that uh, we do at church. Uh, actually, uh, the song Abide came because we were spending a lot of time in John and and this this scripture about uh, abiding in the vine. vine, And And the song Rooted came, actually, uh, I was playing a a retreat, a youth retreat for another church, and this was kind of their theme, and I remember talking, uh, having a conversation with um my friend who was kind of putting on the event and after that conversation and after we were talking about that theme i got inspired to to write this this song And, and really this uh, this idea of of being rooted of being grounded it even is there's an element of this idea in the the band name seeking gravity i uh, you know seeking gravity means you're looking to have solid ground to, to to have solid footing to be you know have your feet on the ground to be grounded uh in a, in a way so there's there's obviously this theme has, come up many times and i I just wanted to talk about it a little bit because i I do think it is very important uh incredibly important as as a matter of fact um right now you know there's so much going on in the world uh, we need to be we need to find ways to be rooted and ways to be grounded um now, it might sound like a, a contradiction almost for me on a podcast about growing and changing and, and moving forward, because uh, that, that really is what this podcast is about. Uh, but for me to also have a, an episode about staying rooted and grounded, because that sounds like you're not going anywhere. You're, you're planted firmly and you're, you're not changing. You're not growing. You're not um, moving forward. Perhaps the best metaphor for what I'm talking about is to be like a tree. And I, I used the, the image of a tree uh, for the album artwork for the, the songs Al- uh, Abide and Rooted. And I, I loved it so much, actually, that I got it tattooed on my arm. So I've got that tree tattooed on my, on my shoulder and arm. And it, it is a reminder even for myself to stay rooted, but a tree doesn't just stay rooted. A tree also grows. A tree also, the roots keep growing down and the limbs keep growing up and out and they keep growing leaves and they keep growing fruit. But yes, it goes through periods of being trimmed or losing limbs or... Losing all of its leaves in the winter, uh, a time when there is no fruit. There's, there's that season, those seasons of life come and go. But even through that, there's growth and new growth. And there's new leaves and new flowers and new fruit. If we are staying rooted. There's wisdom in the ancient scripture That says, the wise are like a tree planted by the waters. A tree planted by the waters. That's what we're aiming for, to be like. Again, I just want to say there's so much going on in the world right now with the COVID virus coming back with a vengeance, with the Delta variant. There's so much political unrest uh, in our world especially overseas in like uh, countries like afghanistan there's earthquakes that are devastating places like haiti that uh, are impacting people who are already struggling there's hurricanes in new orleans and flooding going on in the south and there's wildfires in california just burning places to the ground and chances are, you're, you may be experiencing little fires in your life right now. Perhaps you and your spouse are still struggling to understand each other, to feel heard and seen and, and supported how you wish you could be. Or perhaps your your children are, are going through a hard time in school. Or maybe your work is more stressful now than it has ever been. And that's true for so many people we've had to adapt to these shifting sands this the world has changed and will never be the way it used to be and this means we've had to get out of our comfort zone and and do things differently and it's it's been very difficult to experience so much change in so little time we can feel tossed and thrown around by the waves of life and yet our, our invitation, and this is why this is so important, is for us to figure out somehow how to be like a tree. To be planted firmly with our roots going deep so that when the winds are blowing and the waves are crashing, we can still stand upright. We can have a little bit of give. We can, we can sway in the wind. We can be a little bit flexible. But we're still standing, we're still growing, and, and that continues for the rest of our lives. So if we are like a tree, planted, rooted, grounded by the waters, somehow able to get what we need to nourish our souls, to have good soil, cool water, we will, we will be able to keep standing. Now, this doesn't mean to be like a stick in the mud. You know, this isn't just about stubbornness. This isn't uh, about holding on to things that actually we should be letting go of. Because growing is our, is our main goal. Not just staying put. Not being complacent. You know, we, we lose, we let go of things just like how a tree lets go of their leaves every autumn. We have to shed. As a matter of fact, humans do shed our skin. Our skin cells are constantly dying and flaking off and we're growing new ones. I've heard it said that we're basically a whole new person, like physically, biologically, every seven years. Now, that is absolutely mind-blowing because we're we're still the same person when we lose a little bit of our skin right so this this is a good this also is a good metaphor for how we are allowing ourselves to grow and change but are we are we actually growing and changing as much as our body is naturally or are we afraid of change Uh, if i'm being honest i know at least to a certain degree I do not want to change. I I like to be comfortable. I like to have a degree of certainty in my life and feeling like I've got it figured out. But this part of the reason why I started this podcast is because I've got to remember that I haven't got it all figured out. And that's a good thing because I want to keep growing. But change happens over time. Right? Growth happens over a long period of time, and actually at least it should. We don't, we don't shed all of our skin at once like a snake. That would be too painful for us to handle. So it's more like renovating a house. You can't knock down all four walls or the ceiling will come crashing down on you. You renovate little pieces at a time so that the load-bearing walls still stay there you know and this this is a good metaphor because i've known so many people who have gone through too much change at a time and it they do feel like the ceiling has crashed down on them and they do feel like the rain of of life is just pouring on them and flooding them they don't have that firm foundation anymore. They don't have those load-bearing walls. They don't have the roof over their head of being rooted and grounded and planted. So we have to have that. And we also have to keep figuring it out to be a tree but not a stick in the mud. So how can we then Feel free to question. And that, that was the first podcast I did was about having curiosity and continuing to figure things out. So how can we question everything? How do we how do we keep renovating and questioning things without. And here this I'm going to use a cliche without throwing the baby out with the bathwater. I'm sure you've heard this cliche term throwing the baby out with with the bathwater and I just want to think about that a little bit. What what does that mean? What does that mean to you to throw the baby out with the bath? what is the baby? And what is the bathwater? What what do those things represent to you? And do you have ideas of how to drain the bathwater to to keep getting rid of the the dirty water in our lives? while also figuring out how do we nurture the baby how, how do we give the baby what it needs uh, while getting rid of the dirty bathwater. so what is the baby well you know it can be lots of things it could be anything you you make of it or, or what you want it to be but um for, for what our purposes is today for what I, what I want to talk about for one way to think about it is that that we are the baby that are that not just not just who we think we are but our, our true self is the baby it's it's what it's it's who we are at the at the core at the essence of of who we are so in the midst of trying to rid aspects of our lives that we don't like, we don't want to lose who we really are. So for example, if we are trying so hard to numb some pain in our lives, well, we might succeed at numbing that pain, but we also numb other things too. By numbing the pain, we might numb our happiness as well. Sometimes by trying to numb, by taking care of, by trying to get rid of problems, that, that way, we've actually created more problems. Psychologists talk about this true self. And it's not our persona, which is more like our personality and our, our likes and dislikes. And it's, it's not our ego but it's something deeper within. It's hidden. It's hard to describe. But Carl Jung talks about this as the image of God within us. And Scripture talks about how we were all created in the image of God. So there is a part of us, the, the truest part of us, that our essence. This is like God. It, it mirrors god and this is the part of us that no matter what's going on around us it's unaffected but we're not always in touch with that part of who we are so i think another way to think about this metaphor uh of the baby in the bathwater: who? what is the baby well the baby could be god now i, I know a lot of people not everyone likes to talk about god or or hears that word and there's a lot of negative baggage because of how god has been represented in the past or you know how god has been thrown around and and made to be this or that but but our faith in something greater our faith in the ultimate reality our our faith in god this is something that often gets thrown away because we get fed up with the negative aspects of religion. When religion is done harmfully, we tend to just throw out God or we throw out faith in anything um, outside of of ourselves and what we can see and test and know scientifically. We kind of throw out faith altogether. And I think this is a baby to be nurtured in us. And, and I think it is something that is helpful for all of us you know in the same way that we should have a, a healthy lives physically healthy lives mentally and, and emotionally there is a spiritual aspect of life that we need to also be healthy spiritually and i, I actually think this metaphor of the the, the true self and also God or faith in God that we're, I'm basically talking about the same thing, the, the main thing, the, the thing that, that matters the most, ultimate reality, some type of connection with who you are truly and some kind of connection with God, the, the ground of our being, some type of connection with our source the source of all things. So that's that's what I'm talking about and I and th- this is so key to us staying rooted. Now, of course, you could always find um, secular psychologists and recovery groups that are secular, but so often I have seen that there is an, there is a faith aspect, a, a spirituality that comes into being a huge part of the work of, of therapy a work the work of recovery in an addiction or or just overcoming so many obstacles in our lives mentally physically uh, emotionally there is an element of faith that is helpful to us and and i feel like i don't know i don't know many studies about this but From talking to people that has been a missing ingredient that has helped people overcome things that they couldn't without that peace in their lives. So when I'm talking about faith, I want to be very clear that I'm not just talking about having certain beliefs like a creed statement. But really what I'm talking about is somehow trusting the journey trusting that whatever i'm going through i am seen i am heard i matter i'm here for a reason i have a purpose i am loved these are the type of faith statements that are helpful but where do we go for guidance i mean this it, it seems like everyone has their own path in a way so where do we turn and what if we've taken a wrong turn how do we know if we've taken a wrong turn and how do we get back on the right track how do we know what the the right track is everyone has an opinion on this so can everyone be right about it many of us were handed a set of beliefs growing up and and we just called that faith but what we come to realize many people is if we just rely on those beliefs that were handed to us we don't actually have to use faith cuz faith is actually not certainty it's not just beliefs it's actually having to choose to believe something or having to wrestle with what we believe and having to even keep growing and learning what we believe you know faith is it's it's like a muscle really and if if we have kind of cheap kind of phrases that we lean on like like a crutch, then we our muscles kind of atrophy after a while. And we don't actually know what it's like to have faith. I, I always go back to the faith of, of Abraham. You know, he didn't have the law of Moses at this time. His faith was in the journey, not knowing where he was going, what it was going to be like, how his life was going to be different. He just knew he had to keep going. So that's that's what I'm talking about when I talk about faith. But how do we do it? Well, okay, there's a threefold pattern that many people have talked about, uh, the likes of, of Richard Rohr and, and many others. But there's this kind of three overarching, a threefold pattern that we go through. Order, disorder, and reorder. Now, we, we need all three in our lives, and as a matter of fact, that's the best order to, to do it in, to order, uh, disorder, and reorder. One way to think about this is as a child, you know, the first thing we need is someone to teach us the, the basic ways of the world, to set some boundaries, to, to teach us right and wrong, that some things are good and some things are bad. You know, that's just basic order that we need but then there's disorder we we question you know we we rebel you know that there there's a a saying the terrible twos for a reason because you're that that person is trying to figure out what it means to be your own person and they they're rebellious you go through a similar thing as a teenager teenagers are trying to rebel against their their parents because they're trying to become their own person they're, they're trying to, to kind of go against you know not just do what everyone else tells them to do but they're trying to, to figure out that independence and and the, those those times in our lives are, are tumultuous it's, it's a little chaotic it's a little confusing that's it's some disorder there but then hopefully you get through that uh, you you reach adulthood and there's there's a lot of reordering that happens in adulthood you you come back around to actually believing some of the things that uh, were told to you when you were younger you know like there's a book everything i needed to know i learned in kindergarten you know so many of those basic things like the golden rule which jesus teaches in this sermon on the mount to treat others how you want to be treated well for a while you don't want to do that you want to you want to treat people how you want to treat them and how you feel but then you you come to realize there's wisdom in actually the golden rule there's there's wisdom in these these values because you actually do want to be a good person you want to contribute something meaningful to life you want to have friends because relationships matter and that's an important part of life. So we experience order, disorder, and reorder all the time in small ways and in huge ways. We never stop going through this threefold pattern, and especially if we're still trying to figure it out and to keep learning. The problem is, people get stuck along the way. We, we all get stuck eventually. We all kind of get caught up, or we tend to uh, kind of fall somewhere in this uh, threefold pattern and what's interesting is you can kinda see how people who are more conservative tend to be more stuck in order or that's just where they feel more comfortable and they want to stay there uh, they're they're more fearful of the disorder they're, they have more traditional values and they tend to resist change fearing anything outside of their box of order and more progressive people tend to be stuck too. But they're stuck in that middle section called disorder. And they look back on the order and they, they push hard against those traditional uh, norms, I- embracing change and, and almost resenting that, uh, that they were ever a part of some order uh, themselves. An example of this is, is someone who... Uh, changes their mind on what they think, but then they look down on everyone who still thinks what they used to think, even though that was that used to be them. and And this is this is why we see such division uh, in our world. Conservatives look down on progressives for going outside of their values, and and progressives look down on conservatives for being stuck in the past and holding on to beliefs that are that are outdated and that they believe are causing harm. And both are doing what they think is moral and right and and thinking the other person is immoral and doing something wrong so we get stuck in these camps so what, what's what's the answer then because we all kind of fall somewhere on this spectrum uh, so where how do we grow beyond this what i believe is this this idea of reorder helps us see the good in order the good in those traditional values and the good in change and embracing new things what we need to do because we're all on this spectrum somewhere uh, politically and theologically we're either more conservative or we're more progressive the word that is helpful here is integration you know we want to integrate the good we we want to uh as we're growing and and changing uh, not leave behind everything that, that we once learned and once knew. So the, the point of reorder is to, re, to go back and remember all that was good about the order and even all of the things that we learned about, uh, all, the, all of the lessons that we learned during the disorder and seeing that both of these are so important to life and growing up and, and learning and, and growing and getting better. And becoming uh, resilient people, so religion itself is a baby to not be tossed out, and I don't think it's going to go anywhere. I don't think, I can't imagine um, we will ever have live in a world where religion just ceases to exist. Even though uh, there are a lot of trends that people are more secular now nowadays, what I'm not saying is that everything is right with religion i think that is not true either that there is so much reform that needs to be done but i don't think we should just completely give up on religion because again there, there's something in our nature i believe that is spiritual and that we need some ways in which we have pat- have practices that we do to help our spirituality and a community where we can come together and work on our our spiritual journey and our lives together hear this piece of wisdom that that religion is not actually you know i'm going to use a metaphor the religion is not the moon but a finger pointing to the moon so it's not the answer in itself but it is a tradition to enter into that gives us tools for the journey, it gives you the hiking boots and the water and the map and compass and food and everything you need for the journey. You, you, you learn tools along the way. And that's why we need religion. It, it's basically like a spiritual language. For example, I speak English. This is what I use to communicate. But my words are not actually things. The words point to ideas, concepts, and things. And the the same is true with with religion. It's a language that we wrap around our spirituality, and this language includes stories and wisdom and moral rules and and values. But more importantly, there are, are also ways to break up our old thinking, to challenge us, to give us a path for growth, a path that leads to life abundantly. My spiritual language is that around the stories of Jesus. I believe Jesus models better than anyone order, disorder, and reorder. To the extreme, in the very life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, we see this threefold pattern of change, and not only did Jesus change, but that threefold pattern is made to change us. To change our minds to change our hearts to change our lives and we are to follow in that, that pattern for transformation and even his his teachings are, are very much about change and, and transformation the early followers of Jesus were called people of the way because it wasn't just what they believed or what songs they sang or where they went for an hour on Sunday morning It was about the way that they lived their life. It was their way of life. It was everything about what they were doing. And this is what we are seeking. A better way of life. The best way to be human. And unfortunately, Christianity has turned into, in some places, just a place to go to get the hell scared out of you. But from my experience, No one really needs to be told that they are a sinner. I think we all struggle enough, deep down, with a sense of shame and guilt and emptiness. We don't need someone to tell us more, that we have more reasons to feel shame and guilt and and emptiness. What we need is someone to come along and offer us a new path. We don't need to warn people about the horrors of hell as much as we need to come alongside those people who are currently experiencing hell. And offer them hope, joy, life, love. Of course, we can't really offer those things unless we have them ourselves. We can't really take someone else where we're not willing to go. And that is why, friends, we are to be rooted, planted by the waters, nurtured, growing, reaching out in love with our branches, (laughs) offering shade to the homeless and the lonely. Producing fruit that we can feed others with. That, that word fruit, the fruit of the Spirit. The, things like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. These things aren't just laws or rules. This is a way of life that is desirable. These, these are things that we want. These are character traits that we want to have throughout whatever's going on in our lives. And these things keep us rooted. And yes, we need to be pruned, cutting off that which is not springing out from the true self, ridding ourselves of things that have an empty promise of satisfaction, but leave us more empty. I hope that you will be able to stay rooted these days, The winds of life are blowing strong the world is in disarray we're being tossed around we're being stretched right now and and i can just tell i mean people people have less patience right now people have less kindness and generosity because because people are just surviving right now Uh, and there is grace for that let yourself off the hook you know, give yourself time to rest. Again, if if you've lost all four walls and you're just getting rained on, you know, there there's a thing called a hierarchy of needs. And if your basic needs are not being met, you, you can't even, you don't, my guess is you're not even listening to this podcast right now because you, you can't think about anything more than, I need my basic needs met. I need food and clothing and shelter and and also a a sense that I'm safe, a a place to rest my head, a place to recharge. So we we gotta have those things first, but then we can go deeper. We can work on ourselves a little bit. Uh, We can challenge ourselves and hopefully we can be like a tree planted by the water so that we can keep nourishing our soul with good soil and sun and water. And let me say, if any of you are looking for a faith community, a safe space to, to come and bring all of your baggage with you, just be who you are. Uh, we are a welcoming community at Faith Bridge United Methodist Church in Blowing Rock. If you live in the Boone or Blowing Rock area in the high country, we'd love to have you. But these days, with, with Zoom and Facebook and live streaming, You can join us from anywhere in the world. So please do reach out. Um, The thing about being a tree is trees also, under the ground, often have a network of entangling their their roots together and and they have a way of even communicating with each other. And the more roots that are entangled with other trees nearby, that makes you even more rooted and, and grounded. You're, you're way less likely to, to topple over if your roots are entangled in the, with the other trees below the surface. We're, we're all always better when we have a loving community that we can feel encouraged and loved and, and be allowed to grow in the way that we feel God is leading us to grow. We need companions for the journey. So reach reach out to us at, at Faith Bridge. And if you have that good community, be sure to reach out to them and, and just tell them how much you love them and, and appreciate them and cherish those relationships with friends, with family. Be a tree. Be planted by the waters. Be rooted. And may God bless you with grace and peace for the journey. Amen. Amen.